the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're here at Millburgers on an overcast day, but it's still cool and comfortable. It's uh, warming up a little bit. As Calvin mentioned, he took off his sweatshirt. Uh, but uh, come on by and visit with us. Lots of great things uh, to, uh, to buy. Lots of great people to visit with. You can have your gardening questions answered. And uh, it's just a good day to be here at Millburgers. <laughs> lots and lots of perennials blooming, plus mm-hmm. all the annuals. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Look at all that shrimp plant in front of us. I, yeah. like, I like that one the best, That's the brown true. one, the rust-colored. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there was the, the Greg's Miss Flower, which is a spectacular butterfly plant in front of us, too. But all those, uh, oh, there's some, uh, oh, uh, Coreopsis, perennial Coreopsis, and some Rudbeckia and all the, all kinds of those daisy-like-looking, and are all our lantanas over there, every color you can think of. Plumbago's in full bloom. Hey, we're going right to the phone lines. we got Ann on the line at 308-8867. Our number is 308-8867. Ann's going to show us how it's done. Hi, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Fine. Your perennials sound wonderful, but I have one that is a bad perennial. I pulled it all up. It's in clumps, huge. For every one I pulled up last year, I have a dozen this year. They grow about two feet tall or so, and they're weeds that they have a little tiny blue flower on the top that looks almost like a miniature pansy. And they're they're very they're they're full of of liquid, so that when you pull them up, often they don't come up by the roots; they break off. And I don't know what they are, and I don't know how to get rid of them. They're growing in with my honeysuckle, so I can't spray them. Hmm. Where did it come from? Do you know? I have no idea. They just showed up uninvited <laughs> last year, all along my path. They're they're. Twice as bad this year, and as I said, they they grow in clumps, and I try to pull them up. Some of them come up by the roots. Some of them have they have almost a tuberous root, and uh, they they have this little tiny blue flower at the top. How how tiny is it? As big as a quarter? It's about nickel sized. Is it going to be a ruelia? Uh, the I know in my yard the um, native ruellias are are blooming. It's like a wild it's a wildflower basically a perennial wildflower. 
Well, this um, this is just a long stalk, about two or three feet long, and there's this one feet. little bloom on the top. Is that what you're talking about? No, this they're they're bushier than that. Yeah, no, uh, this so, is so it wouldn't not, be that. I don't think this is is a flower in the true sense of the word. I think it's a weed that blooms. But I don't know what wow. it is, and I've looked on plants. Easy now. That's, now that's, every, that's what a blue bonnet is. Yeah, everything, everything is, uh, can be a flower or a weed, depending on where it's located. If it's in a place you don't want it, then it's a weed, I guess. It's a weed. Um, I, I have lots of these what, weeds. What do the I, leaves I, look like? They're uh, long and tapered, almost like, uh, uh, oh, I don't know, a, not a daylily, but... Um, an iris, something. They're not little round leaves or anything. They're long and tapered. Is They're it, almost is, as it, long as a plant. In fact, the bloom is on a little center stalk that comes up and has a, a leaf or two around it that's almost as tall as, as the center blooming part. And I, I looked on Plant Answers, and I, I can't find it. It's not Mex, not Mexican well, petunia. Yeah. Except it's pretty early for them to be blooming. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. This is not anything like that. When when you break it, there's a lot of of liquid or fluid in the in the plant itself. It it's just it's really kind of wet and messy. Well, let's. Uh, you can't. You can. Do you have a picture of it? You can send us. Oh gee, I don't know whether I can. I don't know whether I'm that technologically informed. I'm doing well to open <laughs> yeah. my email. The, uh, the other, the other option that works pretty well is that we, the audience, is listening, and there'll be somebody out there that recognizes the plant, or at least they'll have some yeah. hints and some well, pertinent questions. Well, I would appreciate. It. I, I guess there's really nothing I can do except pull it up the way I've been doing, simply because of where it is. You know, it's it's growing in between all my honeysuckle all around a fence, and so I can't spray anything on it that would kill it because that would kill my honeysuckle. Right. Okay. Well, let's see if we get any kind of response. Well, yes, I guess I'll listen. Thank you for your program. I enjoy it very much. Is is the flower uh, sky blue? Yes. And it's got petals, or does it flat like a day? I mean, no, it's flat. It's, like it's, a daisy? flat. It's, it's almost like a, it may have one or two petals that are separate. I don't know, but it looks almost like a miniature pansy, almost like a little oh. face. I, I know, but I've, I've got that, too. I can't think of the name of it. Well, now you've got Jerry uh, will be think of, trying to think of this. The whole show, and about 45 minutes from now, he'll come out with the the, the plant, and then we'll all look at him because none of the rest of us. Will. No, let's let's see, let's see, and it helps too that it's uh, someplace in his memory because we he might think of it, and then. But well, I'll certainly listen. be listening, and I appreciate it. Like right. I said I, I don't think there's anything I can do except what I'm doing, no, but but I'd still not. like to know what it is, so when I pass at it, I can call it by name. Uh, yeah, well, and learn, uh, learn to can, enjoy it. You can too. call it Fred. 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think she's called oh, give it. it, a, give it a I think she's called it other things. Uh oh. But don't repeat them on the radio. Yeah, no, and and I'm usually by myself when I'm talking to it, so no one else yeah. is disturbed. Oh, good. Now, have you had had this plant several years, or is this the first year? Uh, yeah, last year was the first time it was plentiful. Before that, there'd be just one or two little clumps at yeah. about this time of year. Last year, it was almost pervasive. This year, it is. I spent about an hour pulling it up. I filled one of the great big plastic garbage cans. Uh, yeah, you does, know, with the does, uh, does it does it kind of go away in the summer when the temperatures get hot? Uh, yeah, it's not as bad then. It it yeah. stays. It it doesn't die. But no, uh, yeah, but it it doesn't spread and and no, grow no, vigorously. No, no, it's it's at its worst right now. And uh, I, I said, I well, that's I've a pretty flower. A... That's a pretty <laughs> flower, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if if it were big enough to really see, and if it weren't on top of this huge long conglomeration of stuff that's messy. Yeah, and the, and the the stems are, now, are don't succulent, be, no. right? I'm the sorry. Stems, the stems are are uh, juicy, right? Yes, yeah. they are very. Yeah, I know what it is, but I mean oh. I don't know the name, but I know, I've got I've <laughs> yeah. got it too. It's someplace in his memory, but he just got to get it out of his mind. mind I, I will I will listen because I will feel much better if I at least know the name, and I do I think. No, I think it is a type no, of Jew. No, no, no pressure on you, Jerry. But it is a type of Jew. Of, uh, you know. Oh, like, like wandering, wandering Jew? Jew? Yeah. Like wandering Jew. How many types of those are there? Oh, there's it's a big family. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, this is I've just got... so much taller than that, though. Well, anyhow, I will keep <laughs> listening, <laughs> and I we'll appreciate throw it out. so much your help. It's a beautiful flower. Paxton <laughs> is with us. I bet you Paxton's going to make a guess. <laughs> All right, 308-8867, and listen, because I'm guessing Paxton hasn't called us until he needs, until he knows we need him. Paxton, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on, Paxton? Uh, not much. I just working away, so uh, was in my car, and I think I know what you're talking about. It's uh, called false day flower or angel That's spirit, right. where That's the flat of the flower only lasts for one day, and uh, yeah. it is a devil to try and get rid of. It's not sensitive to Roundup uh, very well, and when you dig it up, the the roots almost look like a ranunculus bulb, kind of got all these fingers to it. And the only way I know to, to get rid of it is digging it. I can't believe it because my yard is overrun, overrun with it, and I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I go, well, I that, that sky blue flower. Yeah, is, is that, I should have thought of that. There aren't that many. And but it, then the the, the juicy it, stems. Yeah. If you hit it with a string mower, I mean, you get right, covered with. Right, right. So, that's great. So Dayflower. I think you did well. I think no, you hit it. Is it just called Dayflower or something Dayflower? There's a lot, lot well, of different Dayflower. Yeah. There, it's a false. It's called false day flower because there is a a true day flower that is a pretty. Uh, I mean, the flowers last longer and stuff like that. And it's not the the noxious weed, but uh, 
I've had this stuff in my yard for 30 years, uh, and you tackle it, and then it comes back, and you, um, you, you hit it with a tiller, and it's kind of like the scene from the uh, uh, Fantasia with the Sorcerer's Apprentice. All the <laughs> all the little broomsticks become big broomsticks. So uh, now, doesn't it fade? It kind, of, it kind of fades out in the summer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. You don't even see it in the summer. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that I've kind of grown to learn to grow accustomed to. I was there. You go. I was justifying it this year as a butterfly plant, but for the life of me, I've not seen any butterflies <laughs> on it. So I'm sure they must use it, but the bees. Next, I imagine bees. Bee, a few bees. Yeah, there are some bees on it. But the, the flower is very simple, kind of like a uh, uh, a pansy flower, just kind of like right. three little ears or whatever, and a little yellow spot in the middle, but. I'm pretty sure right. that's what she's talking about. I, I think, think you're right. I think you are too. Absolutely. Way to go, Payflower! Nice job. I still, I still love listening to you guys, even though uh, I'm getting old to a garden anymore. But I'll drop <laughs> my call you sometime. Okay, yeah, that'd be right. great. sounds good. good. Good to see you. Thanks, Paxton. Thanks right. for calling in. We've got the smartest listeners in the world. They figured it out right away. Well, no, they're just smarter than we are. Well, I don't. I didn't. Y'all know. are pretty smart. <laughs> so. I, I, I never realized that the flower only lasts for one day. I guess. Uh, yeah, but there, there, there's lots of flowers. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's well, always, yeah, there's always blooms. But well, and we hope that helped you. Yeah, it should. Yeah. You can still call it Fred. Yeah, Fred the Dayflower. <laughs> the False Dayflower. Fred the False Dayflower. And then, then there's, uh, there's a couple different. Dayflower type. There's one that's real short that's got a more intense bloom. Now that now that I can see what, that one in my yard, and this this one will get. Yeah, she's right. It'll get uh, three and a half feet. Really good soil. It could go up to four feet. Well, mine'll uh, get that tall in the ditch. Yeah. In a rocky soil. And there, yeah, they'll put up with anything. And she, and Paxton's absolutely right. Killed the, killed the bed straw. Some Turk's cap, you said? Yeah, burned the t- Turk's cap. Did it burn? Yeah, but didn't kill it. Didn't phase the dayflower. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and was that new growth on that uh, on that uh, uh, Turk's cap? Yeah, pretty much new growth. I, I imagine that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, it didn't uh, didn't seem to kill any plant. It just burned. Yeah, just some burned a little bit. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Let me tell you about a couple of events that are happening here at the nursery. Next week, we're doing our own little uh, celebration of our Fiesta medal and everything. Come on by to Millburgers, uh, and uh, while you're doing and having fun and doing some shopping, you can uh, help out some local nonprofits. We're going to have fajita tacos and drinks All from right. 10 to 2, and that uh that donation will go back to the San Antonio Food Bank. Then Millburgers will be selling its Fiesta medals. Uh, Millburgers has a Fiesta medal, and you can get one. It's just $7, and that becomes a donation to the Salvation Army. There's a balloon artist, a face painter from 10 to 2. That's all next Saturday here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bullvardy Road. And you can learn more about that when you go online to millburgernursery.com. 
And then from 12 to noon, uh, next the Saturday after that, which will be the 29th, it's the kids' gardening class. And this one's going to be one of the more popular ones, so I'm going to encourage you to call and do your RSVP for that. There is no cost. Is this the bats? or This is the bats. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be fun be for the kids. Yeah. Notice David is staying far and wide away Yeah, from David this. had nothing to do with the bats, yes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're going to try to reach out to them and talk about the uh, the presentation, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, it's always interactive for the kids. So what we ask you to do? And what an interesting topic, especially for our area. Because yeah, we've got the huge center of bat population. And the uh, woman that's doing it. Let's see if I get her name. Hold on here. I got to be able to read this. Um, uh, Bernice is going to be doing the program, and she is uh, with the uh, I believe with the railroad. Uh, Bat Bridge over there in Waring, and if you have been to that, it's really very, very interesting. Uh, I mean, it's 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 practically an unforgettable experience if you do it. Well, Jerry uh, shoveled guano, and that was an unbelievable. That was unbelievable. That was experience yeah. too. Yeah, that was kind of the same thing. Watching them over at the uh, with uh, Malcolm. Yeah, but, Yeah, watching thousands of them come out, and uh, and uh, they do a little lecture, and all of a sudden. This little whirlwind, uh, it looks like a little tornado of bats start coming out, and it's uh, its really fascinating. Well, she's going to be here doing the presentation, and all we ask is that you call and make your reservation so they know how many folks are going to be there, and that number is 497-3760, 497-3760. And I'm sure, sure she'll be up to date on where you can go to see that swirl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there, there's a, n- a number of sites in this area and it's, uh, that are easy to go to and uh, see see the bats. And Hey, we're going we're gonna to take have to like to get in the middle of them. No, you were down there walking amongst <laughs> them. You were with your <laughs> butterfly net. We've got pictures. He of them. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, he still smelled like bat going home for the two weeks. Didn't that much smell. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, um, we've got Evelyn and Jim. We've got to take a break, guys, so stay on the line, and we're going to come talk to you right after this at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. First off, before I do anything else, on behalf of the nursery, I want to wish you and your family a wonderful Easter holiday. Millburgers will be closed on Easter so that their employees can celebrate with their families on Easter. So, Easter Sunday, don't come to Millburgers. But when you come to Millburgers any other day, that's right, you're going to find some sales this week. Like one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenias are on sale. They're beautiful compact shrubs with fragrant white flowers. They're hardy and they're on sale for just fourteen eighty eight in the three gallon container. Everybody likes Boston Fern hanging baskets and this is the 10-inch hanging basket is on sale for just twelve eighty-eight. This week you'll find tropical hibiscus on sale. That's right, just sixteen eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. It's probably time to fertilize your lawn, and you'll find Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer on sale. The forty-pound bag, just nineteen eighty-eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. Dewitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. Dewitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmental safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. 
Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punch material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask, it says. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. And which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Victor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy! If you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, then listen up. All annuities are not the same. Robin Hoppus, president of Big State Financial, may be able to add income to your retirement years. While some annuities can help protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000 to learn how you might qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus to your retirement income value. This 20% bonus is for a limited time only. The number to call is 210-373-6000. Remember, all annuities are not the same. So call Big State Financial today to learn about the best annuity for you and how you may qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus on your retirement income value. An annuity can be a great alternative to market losses, and it can be a useful strategy for transferring wealth. Call Big State Financial now to learn about this limited time offer. The number is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at bigstatefinancial.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, these guys have been waiting a while, so we're going to get to Evelyn first and then Jim. Evelyn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. How about you guys? Doing great. What's going on? Happy Easter, Evelyn. Well, I just wanted to have the same answer that Paxton called in, Bayflower. Oh, good. Okay. And we yeah, had another caller. It belongs to the Spiderwort family. Evelyn, we had another person that called in with another name, Widow's Tears, that they people call it too. So yeah, yeah, I knew it had some yeah. weird names. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks, Evelyn. Well, that's great. What else is, is new? Dig it. <laughs> all you can do is dig it, huh? That's all I've yeah. done. I don't have it's very much, sad, but it comes up every once in a while, and I get after it. And don't you think the flower's pretty? It is, but it, yeah, like she said, it's invasive. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's kind of. Out, it's out of place when it's with something else. But in those, it's kind of nice when it's in a big clump. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, 
But it is a little satisfying that, uh, to pull, pull out as a weed because you get a lot of root and mm-hmm. course you don't get it all and it comes back. But uh, it doesn't crowd out the how horse herb does it? How, oh I no, really don't. I it's much easier. It's, it's much easier to pull than horse herb too. Yeah. But I don't see any butterflies on that horse herb like I've heard someone say. Oh. Yeah. Well, probably. you need to come to my place because they 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 really use it. And it's as low as it is, it's still easy to see, especially the black swallowtails. They just go down they go down and find those flowers. Well, I haven't seen them here doing that. <laughs> well, you got us you yeah. haven't been spraying some toxic herbicide on them, have you? I have not. All right, that's good. Well, you can take care of my horse, sir. You maybe need to do what I do, Evelyn, and get out there on a lawn chair in the shade and and have a uh, margarita and watch the butterflies. And after you have a couple of margaritas, you can see a lot of butterflies. All different kinds of varieties. Maybe that's why you see the butterflies. Uh, Could be. We're just saying. (laughs) Thank you, Evelyn. Okay. (laughs) Take care. Happy Easter, everyone. You too. You too. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Good to hear from Evelyn yeah. Paxton. Uh-huh. Jim is on the line. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, Milton, and how are you? Doing great. What's going on? Okay, you can kill uh, dayflower very easily with MSMA. Yeah, they don't make good. MSMA anymore. <clears throat> well, uh, if you can find it, <laughs> it'll kill it. it may take a may take a couple of applications, but uh, yeah, I've killed it for years with MSMA. Hmm. Well, now let's see. Hey, but she's got hers in honeysuckle. MSMA will damage honeysuckle too, won't it? Yeah, uh, I think so. I don't know. Didn't she say that hers in? Yeah, honeysuckle? she did. It had it in her honeysuckle, so that complicates it. How's our our spinach crop doing? Well, they got a good seed set this year. Uh, Good. The plants that have the seeds on them are just loaded. Uh, I don't have that many, but uh, they've set a lot of seeds, and they're uh, not quite ready to harvest yet. They're still green. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of like kind of like blue bonnets, I guess. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll probably be another week or two before I pull them in. And put them right. in the garage. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you keep you keep growing them, Jim. We're depending on you. Uh, well, <laughs> I, thanks, Jim. Huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. If anybody's got MSMA, they can try that. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. You take care. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. As we mentioned in the commercial, Millburgers is closed tomorrow for Easter, so we recorded our show. Uh, one of the topics, I'm going to see if this is uh, this gets any any footing, as they say. We talked about old-time gardening tips, as Jerry pointed out, that uh, folks in Tennessee used to make Good Friday. And uh, East Texas. And East Texas, a, um, a planting day that you always planted on Good Friday. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, I'm interested in if uh, you've got any uh, old old timer gardening tips. Like I'm fond of the old timer uh, gardening tip. The old timers believe that, and then you fill in the blank that uh, the Sinisa predicted rain. That's one of my favorites, and, and I stand by the Sinisa. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one too that uh, plants die if you don't water them. 
I don't think that's is that, uh, is that one of the is that what the old timers believe? Wow. See how smart they, they were? That's yeah. what they knew. So if you've got one, maybe it was someone in your family and maybe you still do it. Uh, call us at 308-8867, 308-8867 and share it. Um, I looked online. I was hoping that I could find some stuff uh, and I, I found a couple but not a lot, which yeah. was disappointing. I thought it'd be more fun. I I found one, and I don't think this relates to us. It was, uh, let's see, Oak Before Ash, you're in for a splash. Oak Before, I'm sorry, Ash Before Oak, you're in for a soak, which I think had to do with uh, which one bloomed or leafed out first and what kind of rain you would get. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. but we do we have That's ash? That's really interesting, Mel. Do we have ash? Well, you know, you need to know these oh, things. Oh, yeah, we if you're, well, if you're oh, relying yeah. on the elements. Arizona and, ash. Okay. Does it bloom before oak? Uh, well, so summer yeah, seed. I think so. Okay. Summer seed. The acorns come a- after the ash seeds do. I know that uh, we get into arguments on this show uh, about. Uh-huh. No, the the listeners oh, will, will argue. We we're, we agree to everything. Yeah. We're so agreeable. It's not after even 20 funny. years. It's the only way <laughs> we've survived, I think. Uh, about when the. Uh, what. Leafing out is an indication of the uh, the last frost or when it's safe to plant. And I know some people have said mesquite, and some people say pecan. Yeah. We sash. We sash is one of them. Okay, so uh, we is more even more conservative than mesquite. Oh, so it depends on uh, where you lie. If you're a very conservative gardener, you go with we sash. If you're a uh, riskier, and the range and the ranges are different. So you got. You may have one and not have the other of those plants too. So. Have you heard the one about uh, uh, the thunder? The thunders in February. It'll frost in Mar- April. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. You just make that up? No, that uh, oh. that's that's uh, that's cool. That's an old timey. So so what does that mean? I guess does it mean you gotta add that to your you next get- book after tomato. Uh, I mean, after Rose. Uh, uh, old-time gardening things? Okay, yeah. I'll work on that. And no, no, no frost. My tomato book was a little short. <laughs> no frost after the sn- rattlesnakes come out of the den. Oh, okay. But I, I did, never would look in a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah, I was going well, to We had plenty of pictures in the paper of rattlesnakes. Yeah. yeah but they, they were coming out, a lot of them, because of the rain. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, we'll have to write all these down. So our three. Yeah, right. No, these are fun, and uh, uh, and <laughs> and what's what would be really cool is if we have people that uh, that still practice by some of them, or you know, still kind of kind of use them. There was one for planting. You plant uh, when you were planting seeds. It was you sow one for the crow, one for the. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember it, but you was so you were sort of planting four, and hoping to get one. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. And yeah. so, uh, so one for the birds, or one for nature, one for uh, the rain, one for you, and one for something else. Yeah, the old timers in the hill country seem to go go stronger about that uh, Good Friday thing. Oh, really? Yeah, Wonder if they were well, but that would make more sense for the hill country, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So well, they, you, yeah, they keep changing Easter around. You know. I know. It's on a lunar calendar. It's yeah. one of the facts that I'm proud that I know. So don't get me started. I'll tell you why. When Easter is every year, oh. ba- based on the full moon well, and, and the vernal equinox. 
You can talk I'll, about I'll do it. Don't make me do it. Talk about that right <laughs> after Jerry finishes onions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You got the onion stuff to talk about? All right. So 308-8867, if you want to share uh, one of your old-time gardening tips, uh, we'll have some fun with that at 308-8867. Calvin got a wonderful article in today's paper. I mean, he he you cover the you cover the whole waterfront uh, in this article, talking about everything from uh, onions and potatoes to eggplants to uh, okra and carrots, carrots and everything and tomatoes. Well, we're we're kind of in that transition zone. It's yeah. good, it's good and bad. I was talking to somebody today about the fact that I want I'm anxious to plant zinnias. Because of the butterflies, but the snapdragons look so good now that you—it's <laughs> hard to find space, you know, for for uh, zinnias for a while. Anyway, but this, the vegetable garden's the same thing. Tomatoes going strong, still, still an opportunity if you, if I can find some large ones or good, good specimens. Uh, we mentioned the tasty Lee there, but eggplants, okra. Uh, not too many people grow southern peas, but you could. The beans, uh, regular green beans, you can still uh, still grow in all the vine crops. Oh, yeah. Time to grow almost everything. Cucumbers, as one of our listeners indicated last weekend, cucumbers are going crazy. Yeah. And you mentioned our Tasty Lee experiment mm. going on. Uh, that... Uh, he says, Tasty Lee, Tasty Lee and BH968 are available in limited numbers, so watch for them at your favorite nursery. Now, your favorite nursery, for, especially for the Tasty Lee, is, is Millburgers, because we, we've got, a, we've got half, of the, half of the tomato plants of, of Tasty Lee that were grown or here at Millburgers, and good-looking plants in uh, four-inch, four-and-a-half-inch containers. And uh, so the, the reason we want people to, to everybody to have have one or two uh, is to compare the taste uh, to that uh, uh, HM 1823, the new the rodeo tomato for 2017 and uh that that they actually say in their description that it tastes good and like i said we're we very seldom mention taste on tomatoes and and heat on on peppers because uh it all varies from person to person uh as i was reading that uh you 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 wrote in there about that uh that you uh, uh, said both are, are promoted as superior in their blend of acid and sugar for good taste. Now I know a lot. Another old saying is about there's a lot of acid in in red tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, our our food technology people, and I, this goes back to. 50 years when my mother was saying, well, I can't eat tomatoes because they got too much acid in them. So she wanted me to plant some. Uh, they have white tomatoes, yellow tomatoes. Uh, pink. Pink tomatoes. Well, pe- pink. we ate pink. The, the tomato that we 
was famous around our area in Tennessee was one called Winsall. Uh, and so it's it a pink tomato. And uh, the only difference in a, a pink tomato and a red tomato is that the skin, the outside skin, is clear. It's clear. And it's, not, it's not red like it is on a red tomato. So that's what gives it the, the pink color. But anyway, the uh, uh, but don't don't get scared off by that that word acid in there because all tomatoes, regardless of their color, have have uh, basically the same amount of acid. Now our our uh, some some have less. The, the ratio is what makes the difference between the sugar and the acid, as Calvin said in his article here. In today's paper, page uh, section C, but uh, we fi- figured that out. But when the uh, when people cup kept, kept and uh, when they were canning, and, you know, Shirley Johnson, our our home economist, or she's still alive. I I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was Jerry's line always for years. <laughs> And, and for a while there, she used to call and say, "Yes, yeah, so, uh, I'm <laughs> stupid horticulturist." <laughs> but anyway, the uh, the uh, they were worried about canning them, you know, because uh, it, uh, whether they needed to do some process to uh, to uh, purify them or to uh, pasteurize them. Well, the acidification they, is a key. Yeah, yeah, but if they have acid, you don't have to do that. Hey, we got Jim on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Hey, you're doing great. Nice day to be in the garden. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got uh, one old-timer says and a couple of grandma says for you guys. Cool. What you got? <laughs> okay, the old-timer say when it comes to grafting pecans, that you do your grafting when the leaves are as big as the mouse ear. Okay. As big as what? Mouse ear. A mouse's oh, ear. Mom. I always heard squirrel. Yeah, squirrel okay. Yeah. Squirrel that's pretty small. <laughs> it's small. And that's when but you do your grafting on the pecans. And then I got a couple of grandma says. Hey. All right. Grandma says when it comes to hiring boys to work in the garden or in the yard, that one boy is a boy, two boys is a half a boy, and three boys is no boy at all. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Say again, I don't get it. Uh, well, the, the, the more the kids you have, play the less around, they, 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 oh. they are distracted if there's more than one. So, okay, what else gra- did say, Grandma say? Grandma says that she likes those tomatoes with that tang, and I think that's there you pretty- go. Celebrity. Yeah. Hey, she, that wins all, uh, Gary. She that like, wins all you're like, talking about has got some ponderosa in it, man. Way back when, don't it? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, I never have looked at the. I don't know where it came from or anything else. But yeah, uh, that was, my dad was growing that ponderosa way back in the Kansas, uh, 50 years ago. Yeah. Uh, pink tomato. Pink yeah. Tomato. Yeah. Well, Traveler, you know, the Arkansas tomato is a pink Yeah. Tomato. But when I came down here and tried some of those 
Well, I tried Winsall down here, of course. Uh, and uh, it's an indeterminate plant, of course. That was before, before the, we started messing with the hybrid. And, uh, and it was pink. And the roadside market people wouldn't wouldn't tolerate a pink, but people people wouldn't buy pink tomatoes. Oh uh, no! Not, not not like they would did the reds. Huh. Oh, that's too bad. Anyway, totally well, tomatoes has got the seed for that variety. If you're interested, do what for the ponderosa? Totally tomatoes. The, the, it's a mail order company. Has got the seeds for Winsall and ponderosa and all those old. Get out of here! No, I'm not really. Yeah, it's called Totally Tomatoes, man. All huh. right, that's great. Oh, I, and I, the the last guy that was growing it around Tennessee, there uh, passed away. Uh, so, uh, and I, I, like I said, it, it did it didn't do well down here. It didn't set fruit, and it was a indeterminate growing plant. So, uh, I didn't keep any seed myself. So. Uh, that's good to know that there's a source of it. Yeah, Thanks, uh, I got a question. I got a oh, question sure, go for you. Um, I haven't grown that uh, sun gold in a long time. I was I was thinking about taking two four foot tomato cages, and uh, once the sun gold gets up about four foot, just add another tomato cage on top of it to give me eight foot. You, you think that'll work for that big son of a gun? Well, usually the way the way you do those cages is that uh, your cage is usually uh, four to five feet tall. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so you just let the tomato grow out of the cage and then over the side and go back toward the ground. Another four, four or five feet. Four or five feet to the ground. I ain't Rather got that much room in the hoop house. I got to grow them straight up, man. Oh, okay, okay. I just... There's a guy with the aluminum uh, cage right over there that looks like it is, I guess, is that five feet tall or maybe six? Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, that's a big, tall aluminum one. Yeah, they make bigger ones, uh, bigger cages. But you, you could you could do that, or or you could stake it, stake and tie it, uh, prune it. You know, oh. if, if if it's a big thing. Just what you want to do, huh? I spend your evenings. Yeah, huh? They get as big as a refrigerator. I was just going to uh, use a four-foot cage and then a, another four-foot cage on top of it. Will that work? Yeah, you could try it. I think it's going to fall over, though. <laughs> oh, I got some big old rebar. I got. Oh, okay. And okay. you can put a la- you can put a ladder on it like it's uh. a, a water tower. <laughs> I'm going to have to pick on the ladder because I'm a short guy. Oh, I want to know if the the doctor. Uh, has a a garden bartender for his for his drinks in his garden when he goes to watch. No, the, I don't know. That was one of the things on my list when I retired that to, <laughs> well, you know I was going to get a gardening help, and that included a a bartender. But my wife went through and scratched out <laughs> some of the things on my list, so and that was one of them that went. So. I'm sorry, Thanks, Jim. Man. Okay, well. <laughs> Thanks for the tips. All right, so there we go. We got some uh, old-timer gardening tips from uh, Jim about grafting pecans and uh, some grandma's tips about hiring people. And what was the other one? 
Son, was Grandma's tip about hiring the kids squirrel, or just squirrelier? Uh, yeah, squirrelers. Oh, a mouse ear. Hey. Sure. Oh, hi. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, so hang around. You can so you can visit in a moment. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. First off, before I do anything else on behalf of the nursery, I want to wish you and your family a wonderful Easter holiday. Millburgers will be closed on Easter so that their employees can celebrate with their families on Easter. So, Easter Sunday, don't come to Millburgers. But when you come to Millburgers any other day, that's right, you're going to find some sales this week. Like one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenias are on sale. They're beautiful compact shrubs with fragrant white flowers. They're hardy and they're on sale for just $14.88 in the three-gallon container. Everybody likes Boston Fern Hanging Baskets and this is the 10-inch hanging basket is on sale for just $12.88. This week you'll find Tropical Hibiscus on sale. That's right, just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. It's probably time to fertilize your lawn. And you'll find Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer on sale, the 40-pound bag, just $19.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. How would you describe your health care? If you're like most Americans these days, the word affordable isn't top of mind. Well, here's some good news. There's actually a trusted health care option that is affordable. It's called MediShare. Unlike insurance, MediShare is Christian Healthcare Sharing, a community of more than 200,000 believers across America who share each other's medical expenses. It's about half the cost of insurance, and it's fully acceptable under the law. And here's the best part. Because MediShare is based on biblical principles, you never pay for things that go against your beliefs. MediShare is affordable health care for Christians. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. For your free information guide, call 844-41-BIBLE. Not available in Montana. MediShare, affordable biblical health care. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm 
sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So, Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Paul would be a good one. Paul Cox would be a good one for old-time gardener things, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to tap Paul's brain and, and uh, don't remember. tap it too hard. No? <laughs> yeah, remember, this is the same guy that thought we should use... Uh, Yucca as a Christmas tree. It's the same guy that was out there before his time, before the uh, everybody caught on and was pushing that porter weed. Yeah, now everybody's on the porter weed bandwagon. <laughs> that is true. Paul Cox was out there pushing for porter weed when he was alone. Mm-hmm. And no, just, we were making fun of him. He wasn't promoting it. <laughs> it was just, well, we got plenty of porter weed. Uh, that was was that Maybe just because it's called weed, Paul? Just just before he. Uh, was talking about the Easter Bunny Roundup, or oh no, that's when no, uh, no. don't bring you that know up. it's Easter. I know tomorrow's Easter. Do we have any Easter lily information on plant answers? And we do. I have a whole bunch of Easter lily information. Cool. Do we have Easter lilies here, or do you know? Oh wait, wait, we gotta go visit with Todd real quick. I forgot about Todd over there. Okay. At Quality Organic Products. All right, it's over there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile outside of 1604. Happy Easter, Todd. How are you doing over hey, there at Quality guys, Organic Products? I'm doing good. I'm good. Doing What's good. going on there? What's going on there today? It's kind of, kind of in between. Is it too wet to do uh, stuff? Are you? Are you? No. No, we're good. Oh, good. All right. And some places folks? got rain, some didn't. Oh, okay. I and how are things going? This email from uh, from Calvin. I don't know if he was trying to email me or what, but I got an email a couple times, but I never could figure it out what it was. Uh oh, it sounds like a uh, a hacked issue. Did you maybe email? I don't know. No, it was a it was recognizing uh, Quality Organic for its donation oh. donation to a, a customer couple of custom-built hummingbird and butterfly gardens that are included mm. on a fun, um, non-profit fundraiser oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. Yeah, so, and and okay. it, the idea was to remind the, the donors that they have donated and, uh, and also to invite them to uh, to the auction site so they can see yeah. how their, how their donation sure. was represented and if they want to bring bring up anything we can uh, do that. Mm-hmm. That's what that was That's about. Awesome. 
And that's, yep, that's, that's not right. uncommon. Uh, Todd is involved in a lot of um, uh, mm-hmm. charitable gardening uh, projects around San Antonio. You For mentioned sure. that For one. Sure. Uh, yeah. Garden was it Gardentopia that the man visited Gardentopia. with us? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they do a lot. And he helped, yep. uh, of course, helped on our uh, research project out there on the yep. uh, for sure water water uh, water requirements of uh, mm-hmm. the hundred favorite uh, ornamental plants. So yeah, so um, um, yes, sir. Well, we've been having some issues. I don't know if um, y'all are aware of this, but there's a new product out there called Grazol, and that goes into cow feed and horse feed. It's actually more horse feed than anything, and they put it in high-end horse feed, and what that does is it goes in there, and it's a broad leaf killer, and it actually the horse eats it, and then it multiplies five times, and then if you try to heat it up, it takes about three years to cook it out. So it's a random situation. It takes about seven days to go through the horse's system or cow. They can actually spray it on there, or they can actually feed it to the cows and horses, and it goes through there. So it doesn't do very good on vegetables, and we've been having some issues with it. Um, the problem is is nobody realizes when they feed their horse and stuff that, you know, that that, that will kill a tomato plant and kill broadleaf stuff. So, um Unfortunately, it's really hard to test, too. It's a uh, Dow Chemical product, so all y'all out there don't want to buy Dow Chemical stuff anymore until they remove it. I know California has banned it. Um, The East Coast has not, but it's a bad product. It's not like it's just a, a pain in the butt. We can't test it. You can't take it and test the hay. You can't take it and test the horse flakes or the poop because it's not a concentrated problem yet. So um, it just got re-put on the market about a year and a half ago. And y'all can look it up. It's called Grazol, but Grazin or Grazol, but it's through Dow Chemical, and it is in horse feed. So... Unfortunately, well, what, what is it for? Is it, is it a herbicide for a pasture? It's a herbicide for, yeah, for, for broadleaf. Yep. So and they feed it to I, the horse? Yeah, they feed it to the horse. It goes in the horse's poop, and then it poops on the fields, and then it multiplies. Well, it's, the horse, it's, it's, horse eats the hay that the grazol has been sprayed on. No, it actually then, eats the grain. It's in a grain, like you'll eat. It'll eat a pellet grain, and it's in that. <laughs> and then it goes out of the horse and into the pasture. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, absolute, it, it's confusing. It's why would they? Why would they feed a herbicide to, to the horse? Well, what he's saying is that it has a, a chemical because nature. Because it's a multiplier. It, the, the, the poops of the, are, are the application. The urine the, and the poop puts it off spreads it out oh lord yeah but yeah, it's it still actually, it doesn't it, spread it out in much of a concentration does it not well, much that's what he's saying what? seven what? times okay no i meant in yeah. terms of so it's, it's so what targeted. it does is what once it hits the ground in the 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 actual grass it multiplies seven eight times oh, so you figure okay, wow. even if they don't spray it on it still works as a herbicide on the ground and this is just a crazy situation. They put it in grain. 
I, I don't get it in the higher end grain. So they're paying for it. So when y'all go out and buy feed and for your horses, you just make sure it does not have a Dow chemical, that product in there, like a Grazon or something. You need to look in there and see it's if it's in the chemical process in there. It should be on there. But, yeah, it's another nightmare. So we're fighting it and worrying, trying to get people to stop. So we've actually pulled all of our horse manures in and just putting in it in basically a four-way product that will just go into landscape plants and go into just basically um, uh, grass lawn dressing because I can't take the fact that it's going to hurt vegetable growers and stuff like that. All right. Have you so, have you had actually have you had actually incidents where where that happened? It damaged um, the vegetables. Yeah, it's it, it it very little. But the problem is just when you got two three thousand horses coming in and out of places, and you got different things, it's impossible to figure out where it come from. You can't you can't set you point it to that, and then you got different. Everybody feeds different stuff throughout the year through their stuff. So I don't. We haven't really. I couldn't say which grain it's in or what because we just started and we've kind of gone on it, but it's been regenerated in the market. And um, how did you like hear about old, it? Because of the fact that we've uh, we've tested it and figured out there's some horses that have it and where it came from, and then we looked it up on some of the registries. So we just don't want to be. We want to be and want to make sure that the fact that um, we don't put it in um, vegetable growing products. Okay. So uh, we've I'm... done some testing. We've done some testing on it, but we can't. It's in the millions, but it's 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 possible to test fresh stuff. So we can't like item. We can't say, oh, it's in this batch or it's in this. You know, it's where this horse came. It's where this people sprayed. It's actually being fed to the grain through the grain, so that horse oh. didn't ha- have that stuff for seven days in their system, and then pee and poop on um, fiber, and then it just multiplies. And then, as the heating process goes in the compost, that stuff grows. So as it gets hot outside, it's, and it poops on the grass and peas on the grass it does the same process it grows it might do a three by three area and then through the heat of the summer and all that it might do a hundred feet area and if they're constantly pooping and peeing next thing you know the whole field's done so it's all it's it's bad it's serious so we need to we need to run to break here so um okay so you're located right there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile right. outside of 1604. Check them out on qualityorganicproducts.com. Have a good Easter, Todd. All right, guys. Y'all Bye, too. Todd. Thanks. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you can give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More in a moment. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we're here to talk gardening with you. You give us a call at 308-8867. Al is on the line. Hi there, Al. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. What's going on? I planted a mountain laurel, about five-foot mountain laurel, about a month ago, and the leaves are falling off. Oh, how much are you watering it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I watered it at the beginning, didn't water it for about 10 days, and now I've started watering again. Okay, are you, um, is that, we're, we're pursuing two kind of a parallel course here. It can be too little water. Is the water at the base? Do you water yes. at the base, or how do you water Yes, base. The other option is Texas Mountain Lower is notorious for not not liking poor drainage and, and watering, I mean, excessive watering. It's not staying soggy, is it? No. Okay, that would be, I, w- I think I would dig a little bit around there and just to make sure that the root ball mm-hmm. is moist. Yeah, okay. a mountain laurel would have to get mighty dry to drop leaves. I yeah. Think. Yeah, so that's, so, you know, if it's a low low spot or if it's getting too much water. Even well, you, mm-hmm. you forget rainwater. It, 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 yeah. no, no drainage off the house, is there? No. No. Okay. It's rained enough, I thought. Uh well, but, uh, when, you, when you plant a plant like that and you've got a limited root system, regardless, well, unless we get, you know, an inch or two of rain, uh, you need you need to water it for I see. about a month or so. Okay. But uh, I, I wouldn't give up on it as being dead. Now, when you planted it, you, you planted it, you didn't break the root ball or anything. No. No. Did not. Hello? And here's back. Yep, you're, he, Jerry had a question for you. Yeah, I said when you were planting it, were you careful not to break the root ball? You just took I it did, out I, of the... Yes, uh, the root ball is intact. Good, okay. But t- take it, just take your shovel and dig around the edge and just make sure that root ball... Isn't okay. drier than a bone. Right. That okay. that's what it would take. And then, like Jerry says, all you have to do is renew that. As long as it's well drained, you just water that base, and it should perk up. Now, when did you plant it? About a month ago. A month ago. Yeah. Okay. When you when you dig around it, whether you if if it's dry as a bone, the the root ball it's really dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and and dig it up. It shouldn't have rooted in by now, and put it in a bucket of water. Soak soak it. Okay. And then replant it. Wow. How long do I wait before I replant it? Uh, after you soak it, you can replant it right after you soak it. So you don't. Okay. Yeah, then you don't but, have to but wait. See, it's in sphagnum peat, and and a lot of times if it, if it's dried out severely. Uh, then uh, we want to get it soak, get it to soak up the water. That, that, that a lot of times that potting mix 
won't uh, soak up the water, especially if it's I an see. older plant. How big is the five foot? Five footer. Yeah, so it's going to be a little heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but All right. Uh, if it's going to be too heavy, I, I was thinking of a smaller plant. Yeah. Just do your your little dig around the edge, one edge, and then you can, you pour, can pour the water pour, directly pour water on it. The, yeah. Just Got like it. it's. Keep it running until it fills. Right. Okay. Okay. I th- I, I think it'll relief. All right. Okay. Good luck. I know Thank that'll you. be a relief to you. Ah! No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> okay, That's guys. Right. Thank you. They're good plants. Thanks. You take care. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And Robin is on the line. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. Happy Easter to everybody. Happy Easter to you. Hey, I've got a gardenia that did fine for the last two years, bloomed around Mother's Day. And then this year, it started blooming sporadically early. I got my first blooms last week. And then now all of a sudden, I'm getting some buds that are turning black. And the leaves... The the flowers are, are turning, the petals are turning black. Is that, is that what you said? Robin, did we lose you? Uh-oh. Okay, I think Robin got cut off. Yeah, Robin, call us right back. 308-8867, 308-8867. I'm thinking that's thrips. Yeah, thrips are like bad, especially around on the flowers. And uh, a lot of times that'll turn the petals black and are, are dark and they'll fall off. So uh, that would be my guess as to what what the what the problem with the flowers are. And she just wants to be careful she doesn't fertilize the heck out of it or yeah. uh, water differently. Hey, we got Robin back at 308 8867. Hey, Robin, sorry we got cut off there for a second. What's going on again? Yes. I heard well I heard you say thrips. Um the Buds are turning black, and some of the leaves are mottly and turning yellow. That's that's thrips. Oh uh, You you can you can use a a, thir- a, a spinosad. Okay. Spinosad product and spray the uh, spray the uh, the buds because they're 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 all all around the buds. And okay. they do the damage before the bud actually opens and yeah, expands okay. into flower. Yeah, spray that whole thing <clears throat> even where the buds are real small. Okay. And the discoloration okay. on the leaves or is the uh, thrips damaging the the bottom of the leaves? They're on the bottom of the leaves. Uh, you know what? Okay. You know what a thrip thrip looks like? It's a long. Uh, it's yeah. not microscopic, but it's uh, long yeah. and green. Yes, and I suspect they're on my roses too. Oh yeah, they're bad on my roses too. Because I'm having trouble with my rose buds too. Okay, so then that's you spe- got thrips, and uh, the spinosad will work on on all those buds. But you got to make sure you spray the buds, uh, you know, when they're, before they open. Another thing okay. that works if you got that at home is acephate. Hmm. So, but spinosad okay. works fine. It stinks. I know it stinks. Yeah. It's very. You know for sure yeah, you're it applying stinks. it. 
And, and well, you know, well, I'm using I'm, I'm using a bare uh, systemic on my roses. Oh, good. And that, that ought to work does, on the gardenias too. Oh, it should. Yeah. It should. I can use. Okay. Well, but it's slow. I don't it's, know. I, yeah. Then, I find it to be slower than. Yes, very slow. I mean, it's not uh-huh. it's not something you spray to. To re, you know, to respond to your trips right now. Yeah, of. right. Yeah. Oh. Well, are, you, are you using a, are you using a spray bear? No, she's you, no, you putting it was, the soil. Uh, a drench, a yeah, soil application. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm with Calvin on that. Uh, you you could use a a bear uh, like the aspirin, B A Y E R, bear. Uh-huh. Uh, right. Rose defense, I think they have. And that would be good. Defense. Say that again. Rose defense. Oh, rose defense. Okay. And okay. Uh, that's that would be good on uh, uh, gardenias as well. It may have okay. the uh, spinosad in it. I don't know whether that's spinosad or nemo. I don't. I, I I forget what they've got in there now. Mm-hmm. All righty. Okay. Good luck. And thank you, Robin. Ha- oh, what's that? I haven't. No, you're okay. What's going on? Lost again. No, Robin, I'm sorry. All right, call us back with the other question. John is on the line at 308 8867. I bet she does. If not, it's 308 8867. Hi, John. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the herbicide that he was talking about. Yeah. Grazon. The, the, right. vast, the vast majority of hay and pasture is sprayed with a broadleaf weed killer, and Brazon is was the most highly used anywhere. Grazon has picloram in it. Right, picloram right. is a very persistent, doesn't break down with composting or going through animals or anything. And you have to be very, very careful if you're going to try to mulch with with hay or make compost with hay because it will, that picloram will persist and it will kill anything that's not a grass. Right. Have you ever heard of feeding it to animals? Not in the way he was talking about. That. It was I haven't either. Um, I raised and I've sprayed with with that kind of stuff before. It's a very effective broadleaf weed killer, but right. it does it does not break down. It's definitely one of the. Of course, every every pesticide we use, you need to follow the, the label. But that Grazon, if you're going to use that, you definitely have to pay attention to the label and follow it to the letter, or you you'll have issues for sure. We've seen them. It'll say um, it says on the label that you cannot use it to compost with the manure or the hay or the yeah. or whatever crop it is that you're spraying it on cannot be used for composting. Sounds good. Yeah, oh. he he didn't he didn't call it grazon. He called it grazol or grazon. Yeah, something. That's the same. I, I think it's I the think, same product. I think you're right. I think it is the same product. Right. Thank they, you, John. Oh, they, go ahead. I'm sorry. Got a way to use it. Yeah. Way, just to let y'all know, you got to be very careful with hay. Hey, okay. Thank you. Thanks, sir. 
All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, you met, can we talk about each sure. of now? Uh, Neil Sperry did a great write-up in, in this week's uh, Neil Sperry newsletter, uh, newsletter, right. And uh, talking about uh, if you get a day lily, said uh, as individual flowers just start to open, carefully pinch off the anthers, the flower parts that contain the pollen, the the little yellow yellow tubes in there, uh, with tweezers. The and and the reason for that is, and you want to do it before the before the pollen sheds. So you want to do it right after the the flower opens, because the pollen will stain the petals and, and your clothing or whatever that you get it on, and it's sticky. So uh, uh, that that's the key to having uh, keeping the, keeping the pure white uh, flower or the petals is to take those anthers uh, anthers out of there anyway. You're not Word about pollination, anyway. Also, when the plant is finished blooming, plant in your perennial garden. It will do best in morning sun or the afternoon shade. It will bloom again next year, probably a few weeks after Easter. But don't be surprised if it plays out after a few years due primarily to the Texas summertime heat. Now, my mother used to, in Tennessee, used to plant them. She had a whole... (laughs) She'd get Easter lilies every year, and then she would put them out beside the house. And uh, she had a whole little planting of, of Easter lilies out there, and they would they would kind of bloom at different different times of the year, or, or, or around around Easter. Now, uh, if you want to see uh, only the pro- truly professional growers grow Easter lilies. Uh, it's 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 almost it's 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 more difficult than poinsettias to get them to bloom and to or to get them to color at the right time. And uh, it, why 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 is it so hard for the growers to have Easter lilies blooming at on Easter? Uh, unlike all other holidays, the date of Easter can vary. By almost a month from late March past the middle of April, right, right, our oh yes, Easter man, yes. Uh, spring conditions vary from year to year, so it's really hard for a grower to learn where the plant should be in their development on any given date. Things are almost never the same. Also, lilies are grown from bulbs. And quality of of those bulbs can vary much more than cuttings or or seeds of other greenhouse crop. Those bulbs are produced primarily in northwestern U.S. and conditions there are cool and moist, but their weather varies from one year to the next too. So the bulb production is variable as well. Lilies are usually planted in the greenhouse pots as soon as poinsettias are cleared out, but remember that end date for the lily crop varies by 25 days, one year to the next. And, you know, you want the Easter lilies to be blooming on Easter, of course. 
The grower used temperatures to control plants' rate of development. Warmer speeds them up, cooler slows them down. Well, down here, on clear days, we have warmer, you know, hot hot temperatures in a covered greenhouse, which you have to be grown in. And uh, and then cooler slows them down. Cooler, cloudy temperatures uh, slow them down. There's another another issue I always think of when I think of maybe it's changed, but it it's not a high, huge profit. They're so competitive. Right. They're so competitive with the, the, these the, Yeah. The compared to the problems that you can run into. Uh, there's so many variables. And if you miss if you miss the market window. Oh yeah, you just big, big one big compost pile. Yeah, and you only only got about a week to get get them right. Lilies are sold by bud count. The more buds a plant has, the better the price the grower will get for it. But if you change the temperature too much as the plants are growing, or if you let the plants get just a tiny bit too dry, buds will abort or blast, and the value of the plant is sure to sink. In their pots and with potting soil, lilies are heavy to ship, and flower buds are easily snapped. And there goes the profits. So we, so when you go to a flower shop to buy your lily the next day or two, give a little shout-out of thanks to the grower who nurtured and loved it. Honestly, it's amazing that any grower will accept this challenge. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's a good, that's a, a little bit of summation of what can, can go wrong with your Easter lilies. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. And toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Still looking for old-timer gardening tips, uh, things that you uh, use and uh, or that you've heard uh, uh, people in your world uh, tell you. And uh, that's 308-8867. And we'll be right back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. First off, before I do anything else on behalf of the nursery, I want to wish you and your family a wonderful Easter holiday. Millburgers will be closed on Easter so that their employees can celebrate with their families on Easter. So, Easter Sunday, don't come to Millburgers. But when you come to Millburgers any other day, that's right, you're going to find some sales this week. Like one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenias are on sale. They're beautiful compact shrubs with fragrant white flowers. They're hardy and they're on sale for just fourteen eighty eight in the three gallon container. Everybody likes Boston Fern hanging baskets and this is it. The 10-inch hanging basket is on sale for just $12.88. This week you'll find Tropical Hibiscus on sale. That's right, just $16.88 in the 3-gallon container. It's probably time to fertilize your lawn. And you'll find Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer on sale. The 40-pound bag, just $19.88. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Here's the phrase of the day, opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is when you missed out on something great because you chose something mediocre. Hi, Larry Elder here. The stock market 
market is up, but you've been in cash because somebody told you it was going to crash. Stop listening to doomsayers. They may be costing you thousands of dollars of potential growth on your money. Call Pax Financial Group, a local advisory firm, at 210-881-5700 to help ease you back into investing. PaxFinancialGroup.com, 210-881-5700. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service award 10 years in a row i'm sorry but i'm bob jenkins of bob jenkins pest and lawn services when you call me bob jenkins we'll find and fix the problem you're having if it's rodents insects stinging bugs or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life call bob jenkins pest and lawn services today and get 20 dollars off your initial pest control service and ask about the mosquito treatment special 210-979-PEST jenkinspest.com i'm bob jenkins and i approve of this message are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624. Southwest Military in Chopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need Attend. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So, Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's 866-308-8867. Uh, give us a call and be a part of the show. Uh-oh. What? So, oh, no, we were, he was They're trying to identify a plant, and we don't have it around here, so... All right, uh, so let's see, what else is going on? Calvin, what you got going on in your garden? Well, I'm, uh, of course, going nuts for butterfly plants this year, and Milberger's has a huge selection. They've got the porterweed we mentioned. Yeah. They've got the red version. They've got flame acanthus here. That uh, uh, Canna's, Canna's over there, and the shrimp plant. Yeah. The Greg Smith flower the we talked about. Huh? Where are the cannas? 
There's some right over there by the where the tomato used to be. See there. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. That's a pretty color. Yeah. And uh, of course, all all the salvias and lantanas, pintas, um, and zinnias. They got oh, the zinnias are on sale. And then uh, let's see. Oh, I know they got the milkweed. They've got the tropical milkweed over there. They're calling it butterfly weed. Oh. How's your uh, how are your tomatoes doing? I've I've got I've got reddish mm, jack ball size tomatoes on my uh, 986 946 nine my cherry surprise. You and uh, Bart. Oh, it is Bart. Yeah, well, you know Bart and I are good gardeners. Yeah. Have, Bart does all his. Bart is now calling in, complaining. <laughs> Please do not lump me in with your gardening abilities, Milton. No, he does. He grows his tomatoes in containers. Oh, good for him. See? And he gets and he, and he pushes the season a little earlier every year. Oh. But he, yeah, he said he's. Did you use copious amounts of osmica? Oh yeah, I hope so. He's always <laughs> yeah. That's the key. My little volunteer VHN or dwarf cherry surprise, is about a foot away from the. The roof of the bottom of the roof of the house. All right. It is. It's and that it, it's loaded with tomatoes from the bottom to the top, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It's got a lot of little ones. Um, so we'll see. And I was telling when they get ready, when they all get ready at once, Beth, then you're gonna be. I'm gonna be up to my elbows. Have, have a problem with all eating, handling all. Of yeah. He'll he'll pick them once and then I'll bring them yeah. to work. <laughs> work work folk like the tomatoes. I'll bet. Oh yeah. I bet you won't bring the first picking to work <laughs> because it's Should so, I? Much, so much work that you'll Oh, okay. You'll be you'll eat I'll try to eat every one of them. But then after a while you say, "Man, how's your <laughs> um what was the rodeo tomato again? Um HM1823. How is that doing? Are you Looking good. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it's got uh doesn't have as many. Somebody called in and said, was that Steve that called in and said he had eight or nine fruits on each plant? Yeah. I don't think I have that many yet. But I've got some some uh, golf ball size. Um, so I don't know. if I Maybe I've had kind of a first set, and then maybe I'll have a second set. But Trace has been busy. Trace, Trace has got some. Hasn't been able to come up and visit with us. So yeah, what's going on, Trace? First time I got a chance to actually this is, this, make it up here. This is a great problem. Well, what's going on? <laughs> Nursery's busy today. Nursery's great, but there's always room for more, so please okay. come on down. Um, we're closed tomorrow, but we'll reopen again Monday. Yeah, and so... Uh, oh, sorry. <coughs> there he goes. He's in one of his coughs. Yeah. I'm sneezing. <laughs> that was a sneeze. Do right. have a little button that we can push? For a, of course, no, this, if we, if it's we just had the, that, Jerry and I would be pushing it for It's just other. the cough button. It's not the sneeze button. You want to talk about some of the events? We've talked a little bit about them. We'll talk about what's coming up. Well, we're going to have the uh, uh, Fiesta Texas celebration. Uh-huh. And we're going to have uh, fajita tacos and drinks from 10 a.m. This, this is next Saturday, by the way. Right. Um, from 10 to 2 or till we run out. And we're doing the dollar donation for the food bank. Uh-huh. Uh, we're also doing our Fiesta medals. So for those of you who are uh, collectors out there, we've got uh, the Millburgers first edition mm-hmm. Fiesta medal, seven dollar donation, and the money goes to benefit the Salvation Army. 
Um, you know, there's not a lot of fiesta events for kids, so we decided we were going to uh, uh, instigate something for that. So okay. we're going to have uh, face painters and balloon artists from 10 to 2. Uh, and this again is next Saturday, uh, April 22nd. There's hardly any events, fiesta events for bats either. Well, we do have a bats to uh-huh. coming up. There you go. <laughs> I, I knew where he was heading with that. So do you all remember last summer when I told you I went to uh, uh, Old Tunnel? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to have a representative from them out here for the kids' class, and they're going to learn about bats. It should be really cool. Uh, I might have to sit in on that one. Yeah, just you know, just to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, so on that one, I'm going to suggest that you um, go ahead and make your reservations. It's popular, and um, it's still no cost, but that way uh, your kiddo will be uh, uh, locked in there, so you can. And we have to know how many bats to get for them to take home, right? Is that? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll let Trace answer that. Um, so I'll call four nine seven. No bats for you. No bats. <laughs> no bats for you. The number to call to make your reservation is four nine seven three seven six zero. So you got the plant of the weekend. Weekend. Plant, weekend. plant of the Saturday today. Oh, that's today. true. Yes. Uh. <laughs> so um, you know, I always look for something unusual. This is a, a Eugenia. Uh, a lot of places will use it as a house plant. Uh, it's got a similar leaf structure to a yopon holly. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. But um, lends itself to trimming very, very well. So, so as, it's kind of a... As you can see, this one is a three-ball Eugenia. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have entryways that uh, yeah. don't have enough light to grow something sub, you know, substantial, you know, whether it's yopon or junipers or ligustrum, uh, but still want a topiary. So this would be a tropical topiary. They would have to grow it in a pot and move it in and out for cold. But they might have some success there with this. Yeah. Oh, you could put it at the entranceway to yeah. your house. There you go. Out, and, out on the porch. And these are extremely reasonably priced. They're forty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's in a two gallon can, but yeah, it's, it's nice it's and big. Like almost almost five four feet. and a half yeah. five feet tall. Yeah. Um, and they they've been. Um, They've been cheered into They've been uh, cheered. So that's an old plant. Uh, how old would you they, But they're, they're quick growing. That's the, that's oh, the that key. Oh, that so, is? So uh, that's, that's why they're cost efficient as well. Look at that, all the new growth that's coming out. So they, they, grow them down, they grow them down in Florida and then ship them over. And, uh, so it's only forty nine ninety nine, And uh, that's cheaper than most artificials. And you can yeah. actually have a, a real plant in that situation. Right. It's got six of them. And so, oh, oh, good. Okay, so what's it called again? Eugenia. Don't ask me to spell it. Eugenia. Well, all you got to do is remember Eugenia if when you come to Millburgers to get one for yourself. And here's the deal that the, the Trace does. If you just call the nursery, again, that number, 497-3760, and say, hey, yeah, we want a couple of those for our entranceway, and we'll, we know you're closed tomorrow. We'll be over on Monday. They'll put them aside for you. So call 497-3760. How did our bottle brush do? Uh, I it did very well. I got Good. more. I got more coming. Good, because that was kind of cool. That was the neon. Was it neon something? The a dwarf neon bottle? pop. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it was very pretty. And I've been seeing bottle brushes blooming all around San Antonio. It seems like, and uh, it's a it's a deep red. And this was a neon pink. Is that accurate? That's accurate. Yeah, and and doesn't grow quite as tall. The the bottle brush that I'm seeing. I wouldn't have really noticed it. 
if I hadn't seen the other one. But, yeah, I've seen them all around town. Well, Trace, what else is going on here at the nursery? Closed again tomorrow, but open on Monday. Yeah, we do have a good selection of Tasty Lees. Yeah, tasty. yeah they're, they're holding so, up good. They're looking so good. We definitely want everybody out there to try the Tasty Lee and see if those Aggies in Florida are right or wrong. <laughs> what have we got for one gallon? This is, uh, that, that's not one, not a lot because they, they keep saying uh, tall. And when they tell me tall, that means they don't stand up on their own. So I, I haven't been bringing in a... Yeah, they can't ship cans. them. Well, and they fall over here and they break. And yeah. yeah. So uh, good selection of uh, four and a half inch stuff, but uh, the gallons weren't weren't so. Well, if you're going to put tomatoes in, get them in now, quick. Um, the tasty leaves, so you can participate in Jerry's taste test. We're, we're going to plant two tasty leaves up front, so we can oh, good. we can do our own judging. Well, are you going to have comparison? No, I only have room for two tasty lees. <laughs> what about one tasty lee and one HM 1823? Well, I'm partial to to. Uh, <laughs> if I was going to do that, I'd put a twit cherry or something in there. And well, I mean, we're you know we're we're seeing if they're lying to us or. I'm doing what I'm told. Uh, two, two, <laughs> ta- two tasty lees will get planted. Okay, that's supposed to be a pretty tomato. I mean, darker red. Uh, I'm, I'm more interested in the flavor. Okay. Do I need salt or do I not need salt? Who's, oh, okay. That's, that's the Who's bossing you around like that? Your wife? Uh. <laughs> no. An old guy? That old guy? Uh, what? What? Who? Uh. <laughs> and again, Calvin is on his own. On his uh. own. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, we right got, hey, I'm retired. We got plenty. We got plenty of plants, and so, uh, and like, like, like I said, uh, we got ha- more than half the plants that sold around San Antonio here in Millburger. So if you want to try that tasty Lee, and it's, I'm, I'm anxious for everybody or, or most people, to, especially if they've got the celebrity and. Uh, uh, tycoon and some of those to put in at least one maybe several i'm with tasty lee to see uh see how they compared how they yield how they grow they're supposed to be heat setting tomatoes and they're supposed to be redder and firmer and all that kind of stuff but besides tasting good too i'm with trace so you know you can compare them to um, to HM 1823 and, and the celebrity, but I, the real test is comparing them to 968, BHN 968. Well, that's a cherry tomato. That's not it's fair. A, it's a tomato. A taste. It's a taste. You've heard, is heard what of you're comparing after. apples to oranges or whatever. Yeah. Expression is. Now, wait a minute. Let's get this. Let's see. An apple is a species, an orange is a different species. Right. A big tomato, a little tomato. They're still the same species. Yeah. Yeah. So why can't you With different compare? different selections. Well, he's comparing, he's comparing HM, apples 1823 apples. is different from from uh, Tasty Lee's. He, he wants yeah, to compare like, apples to apples. He does, yeah, yeah, apples. That's what, he, that's what he wants. The silence. Well, right. anyway, you can okay. you can <laughs> you can do like we do and just shake our head yes for Jerry and then do what we want to do. So. Well, you got some planted, hadn't you? Oh, gosh, yeah. Tasty leaves. So you'll be yeah. comparing large tomatoes to large tomatoes. Is yeah. that what you want to do? I guess you're, yeah. Uh, but I, 
Well, taste is taste, so I, I imagine you could go ahead and compare it to 968. Well, I think I think it's a good idea to compare them taste. all because you you may not have room for yeah four different varieties or selections. And but taste is subjective too. So yeah, it's what, true. What I like may be different. But the the thing I am always amazed is that most people like the 968. They do. Yeah. Which really surprises me yeah. because. On the big tomatoes, you can, every year it's a different favorite. Or, <laughs> or even when Jerry used to do those taste tests, it could be a month different. You get a completely different result a month later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So we need to get to Robin real quick, Trace. She's been waiting. Thanks for coming up. Robin is on the line again. We lost her a moment ago, so let's get back to her at 308-8867. Hi there, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas again. We lost you, so now we got you. What's going on? Yeah. Okay. I've got some bromeliads uh, that have bloomed pretty in the past, and now they've got spotted rust, like rust-looking spots on the leaves. And I wondered what was going on with that, and also... Can I feed them in the soil? I know I water them from the top, and they hold the water in the leaves, but can, can I feed them also from the bottom in the soil? Well, the way most people do is fill that little little reservoir up. Yes. You're, you're talking about with uh, water-soluble fertilizer or liquid well, fertilizer? I never have. Can Is that a good idea? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, okay. That'll make them grow bigger and stay greener and everything else. Uh, okay. And then, and then they let let some run over into the root system. Uh-huh. Okay. But but I think the main the the main uh, technique is is for it to absorb absorb absorb. Yeah. Absorb the uh, nutrients from that little reservoir. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and what about? I think it's in heaven. Yeah. If it's getting. Yeah. Oh, it will. It will. Poor things. And what about the the rust-looking spots on on the leaves? Did it stay out during the cold? Yes, did it I did. Die? It did. I think I think that's cold damage. Okay. Then it'll outgrow it. Just I'm in a. I, I'm on the radio here. All right. All right. 308-8867. outside. It's not to the staff. 308-8867. Robin, did that help you? Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing it. Yeah. Um, so do you think it will outgrow that, that damage? Then it will send out new leaves, and it won't have that, that rust Yes, looking. ma'am. It will. Okay. What it, it won't send out new leaves. It'll it'll have pups. You know. Oh, it'll the, do pups, sure, and then I'll transplant the pups. There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay great. That's about the only Thank way to get so rid much. of that. Damage. Thank you, Robin. Okay. You take care. Happy Easter. Bye bye. Happy Easter to you. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment, and then we'll talk to some more folks on the line right after this on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Road. First off, before I do anything else on behalf of the nursery, I want to wish you and your family a wonderful Easter holiday. Millburgers will be closed on Easter so that their employees can celebrate with their families on Easter. So... Easter Sunday, don't come to Millburgers. But when you come to Millburgers any other day, that's right, you're going to find some sales this week, like one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenias are on sale. They're beautiful, compact shrubs with fragrant white flowers. They're hardy, and they're on sale for just $14.88 in the three-gallon container. Everybody likes Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, and this is the 10-inch hanging basket is on sale for just twelve eighty-eight. This week you'll find tropical hibiscus on sale. That's right, just sixteen eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. It's probably time to fertilize your lawn, and you'll find Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer on sale. The forty-pound bag, just nineteen eighty-eight. You'll find these and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And, Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions unless they give someone that authority even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio. Antonio is 210-308-0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Hugh Hewitt sees a quick turnaround in America. We went from president appeasement with President Obama to president action with President Trump. All the people that wanted to write off Donald Trump as a having a horrible 100 days, uh, all of a sudden they have a different narrative because he acted, he did the morally correct thing, and he destroyed uh, the Syrian airfield from which banned chemical weapons were used to suffocate and destroy innocents. Bravo, President Trump. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Before we go back to the phone lines, real quick, when you come to Millburgers, if you're looking for an organic line of products to choose from, check out Nature's Creation, an all-natural line of lawn and garden products, uh, which is going to include your natural fertilizers, your herbicides, your insecticides, your fungicides, your soil amendments, all built right here, are all created right here in Texas. It's a Texas company, and all with the mission of uh, being kid, pet, and planet safe. 
Uh, Millburgers carries the nature's uh, creation line, and uh, these environmentally product, uh, environmentally friendly products. Uh, well, let's see, like uh, the fertilizer, for instance, you can offer the. Uh, Try the uh, granular dried molasses, which they carry, which is a soil amendment that will feed and stimulate uh, beneficial soil microorganisms. So check out the Nature's Creation products here at Millburgers. They're kid, pet, and, that's right, planet-friendly. All right, we go right back to the phone lines at 308-8867 and talk to Mark. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you for waiting. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing good. Um I've got, uh, I put in a raised bed garden and I've got four tomato plants in there. And uh, one of the plants just isn't growing. I mean, the other ones are taking off fine. And this one, all the, along the edges of the leaves, it's like turning black. And then like the veins inside the leaves, they're kind of dark. And it's yeah. not growing. And it's, it's the same. I got, I got, Two of one variety and two of another variety, and the one that's the same variety, this one's doing fine, and it's only like two foot away. Yeah, that's a that's a a virus, I imagine. That's a virus. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I was down uh, down south talking, looking at a gardener's place, and she had she had about fifteen tomatoes in one bed. And every one of them were big, full of full of big tomatoes and, and growing real well. And there was just one on the on the other on the far side, just one right in the middle of all these healthy tomatoes. And yep. it had had a had a virus. And so I just recommend that you pull it out, uh, okay. take it out. And okay. So you can you can pull that out and put a tasty Lee in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll work. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. There's nothing you can spray it with or make it better. So that tomato is just sitting there staring at you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, all the rest of them look great. And just that one. That's what Calvin so. says they'll do. They'll just stare at you. Yeah. Well, they're, they're yeah, they're growing like mad now. They're really uh, was prospering in this kind of weather. Peppers, even the peppers are perked up. Thank you, Mark. You take care. Yeah. Thank you. Alan is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Alan. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hello. Yeah, I was. Hello. I was just up. I was just up there a little bit ago. Uh, picked up a flat of purple ruellia, the dwarf, and uh, it doesn't have any flowers on it. But uh, I guess it's a little too early for flowers from them. Yeah. It. Uh... In in containers, it's usually rapidly growing. They're fertilizing it pretty well, so uh, it, it, it the flowers come from kind of beneath the petals or where the petals are attached. Dwarf, he's talking dwarf Aurelia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine has just started some blooms. Yeah, so it it, it really hadn't started its active bloom season yet. It and it li- likes a little even likes a little hotter weather. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm going to put them on the southern exposure in a hot sun and put some Osmocote on there. They should be good, don't you think? That'll work. Okay, Copious right, amounts of Osmocote. <laughs> exactly. Okay, thank you. Thank you all for right. calling. Thanks, Alan. You Bye-bye. take care. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Don't forget, next Saturday we've got the big...
uh, Fiesta Metal Celebration here at Millburgers. We're going to have uh, fajitas and drinks on sale, and the proceeds for those, uh, they're going to be uh, it's a dollar donation to the San Antonio Food Bank. We'll have our Millburgers Fiesta Metal here, just a $7 donation to the Salvation Army. We'll have a balloon artist and face painting, so lots of fun. Uh, that's all between 10 and 2 next Saturday here at Millburger. So come on out and bring the kids and have some fun uh, celebrating among the plants. That's, and then after that, uh, the kids' gardening class with the bats. That's from 10 to, uh, to noon on Saturday the 29th. And because it's going to be one of those popular classes, RSVP by calling 497-3760. No cost, but call 497-3760 to kids, reserve your spot. The kids will love it. Yeah, and it's an interesting topic, an important topic, and a lot of fun because they're uh, fascinating little animals. I wonder, I wonder if they have my pictures there, standing among the bats. Oh, I don't know. You should, you should make sure you uh, show them. There you go. It's on yes. PlantAnswers.com. Yeah, just do a search for bats, and you'll find the pictures. It's under uh, uh, inform. Uh, Questions with pictures. So questions with photos. That's not a bad. That's not a bad way to prepare either for the, the presentation here is to yeah. go, go to the internet or go to PlantAnswers.com, yeah. because of all the uh, action, bad action in our area, it can help you figure out what kind of questions you want to ask the the presenter there, and the kids uh, kids will love it. I think they'll make it uh, better presentation for the kids that participate. So when you think of bats. Things that are bats. Think of Jerry. I, Is that what he said? I always have. Yeah, okay. I always have. <laughs> you set I, yourself I think, up for that. Don't look I surprised. I think that was a myth. <laughs> if you're going to set yourself you, up, you, you can even go further and think of bat guano. No, see, now you took it too far. That's just wrong, yeah. yeah I was just being down. kind of bats, Jerry, that was it. You know, you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> or batty. Anyway, yes, sir, what else you got there? Uh, in Calvin's dig in now uh, section, he, make, he says, uh, some wildflowers have finished their bloom period. If, if, uh, if they are going to produce the seed for next year's blooms, the plants must be allowed to mature uh, the seed before the plot is mowed. And as we can now, expect, now, uh, people got, are getting jumpy. And people are getting complaining about neighbors. Oh, are they? And, really? Yeah, called uh, zoning. And I've gotten a couple of, of emails. What, what can I do? You know, and then, of course, you try to call the... The zoning office, yeah. and it's hard to get a response there. They just oh, because they're too tall or taller than the. Well, if a yeah, if a you know, it's just Jerry and I have talked about this for years. That when their wildflowers are blooming, they're beautiful, but when they're in this the, the ugly stage when they're setting the seed, which is important for next year's yeah. crop, you can't. It doesn't seem reasonable to have to replant every single year, and so then somebody will see it and say, ah. They, they're breaking the ordinance. There's weeds everywhere, <laughs> and, and so then you're <laughs> then they're faced with it. But and I, so sometimes there's a little pressure at home too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I ran into that with uh, with my plants, uh, and and then you know before they bloom, uh, and uh, and after they bloom. So what you have to do if you're 
growing wildflowers. It's take pictures and make sure that uh, your significant other or whoever's doing the complaining goes out there and looks at them during full bloom stage so that they'll see the beauty of the thing. But uh, most wildflowers are... The wildfire plants are uglier longer than they are pretty. Yeah, and even when you have do a I know that's blasphemous, but do, uh, that, if you if you're gonna grow the for the seed, you even when you do plant. a good job of getting the long season, like the the mixes, well, you have a, a winter like this one with the freezes and everything, yeah. or droughts, yeah, and it messes up the the plant a bit, so yeah. you gotta. So you don't always get a good transition. I notice that the bee balm is a is a later one. Mm-hmm. I notice that that's just starting to come up. So, yeah. So it won't be blooming. You'll be you'll be hard pressed to say, well, don't worry. We just have to wait another month, and the bee balm will be blooming. <laughs> and whoever is complaining will be have these look at you. And the, also, if you're letting the uh, you heard. Uh, uh, Passmore a while ago talking about the Jim, spinach yeah. seed, and he's let he's given it another week to dry, uh, to, to to mature, and uh, I had had one of my volunteers uh, the other day was questioning whether the blue bonnet seed was ripe or not. Now it's important that that seed be yellow. Or brown, the seed coat be yellow or brown before you before you harvest it. Now, if you harvest it while it's still green, the seed won't germinate. Now, I still got a few remnant blooms on mine. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that's another indication that you that the seed, the main seed, is probably not mature if you still got a few blooms left. Right. Left there. That's what that's what we always struggle with with the blue bonnets and. Uh, because this year is going to be extremely important that we get as much seed as we can because for the last three or four years we've lost all the seed and uh, we're, we're damn near ready to lose the colors that we spent uh, mm. 35 or 35 years uh, developing. So we're, we're really going to be watching the seed and, and anxious about uh, harvesting the seed this year. You can just nuke them again, can't you? And, uh, yeah, uh, GMO them. <laughs> I shouldn't even say that. No. <laughs> the, 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 the wildflower seeds are just selections and then concentrated, and you rogue out the other colors. So it's a pretty natural but long process. Yeah. Uh, the, when Dr. Leinberger, the, the uh, horticulture head of... Uh, head of uh, uh, head of horticulture department there at Texas A&M, when he first came, he said, well, you ought to tissue culture those things. Blue bonnet, different <laughs> colored blue bonnets. When you find the right color, tissue culture, which, which, would, uh, which would, would be the fast and easy way to do it. But the problem is uh, they don't tissue culture well. Oh. They, can't, they, they don't proliferate in auger and all that kind of stuff that the, that you have to do for tissue culture. So uh, uh, we couldn't do that. We couldn't root them because uh, they don't root real well. And uh, so the only way to do it is just the natural way of, of collecting the seed. 
Hey, we got Marilyn on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Marilyn. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Fine. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? I have three small hydrangea plants, probably a, a one-gallon pot, that were used in a decoration for a wedding. I've got them at home. All of the flowers are dead and brown. I cut them off, but I've never grown hydrangeas before. Can I put them in the ground, a bigger pot? What do, will they rebloom again? What do I do with them? All right, we got about a minute. So. Uh, well, you you grow them like you do. We got a write up on growing blueberries on plantanswers.com. Okay. So if you if you follow that recommendation list, uh, they can't be can't be put in the ground because they they don't like uh, alkaline soil conditions. Okay. And they need to be kept in a morning sun afternoon shade situation. And they just bloom once, or did they bloom bloom? Well. The, the it'll bloom numerous. I mean, it'll have numerous blooms. Okay, right? so she she could cut off those brown. Yeah, cut off all the uh, brown blooms. Yeah, I did that, and the plant itself is still green and looks good. Right. Okay. All righty. I'll I'll uh, do that. Thank you very much. Tell us how it goes. <laughs> and what okay. what how much osmocote should you use? Milton? Copious amounts of osmocote. you copious amounts. If you think you're using copious, you're probably not. Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marilyn. All right, we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, before we uh, do, we want to make sure you understand the nursery's closed tomorrow. We want to wish you and your family a wonderful Easter holiday. Uh, don't forget to go to millburgernursery.com to find out all the. Uh, the things that are going on here at the nursery. It's millburgernursery.com. Thanks to everybody back at the station making it sound so good. And thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.